This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller. I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, (laughs) piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. And Jay, before we even get started today... We have a lot to get to. Yes. I think the first thing we have to do is give a big thank you to all of our listeners, the fats, the normies, everybody alike, because since we've moved over and done all the things we've done, the response we've gotten has legit been pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's I don't want to say it's been surprising because we've gotten a lot of support uh, from day one on this thing Mm -hmm. and people seem to really, really enjoy it. But moving it, you know, migrating a podcast to a new server is not easy. Um, but you guys uh, have followed us. We've had 7,556 downloads since uh, April 13th, and that's uh, that's very overwhelming. That's not at all what we expected this early. We thought if we can get to that point maybe by the end of the month, we'd feel good about things, But um, and we're close to the end of the month. But still, uh, before we recorded our third episode of the month to be that high, that's really great. So thank you so much for following us here, our Facebook page is loaded up we've got tons of questions every week we're getting email questions and everything so really uh from rick and i you know tons of gratitude for sticking with us through the weirdness of the last month or so absolutely and with that said make sure if you have not i guess if you're listening already more likely than not you're listening on apple but that we have the new feed so if you're on the old feed and you're like huh i have to listen on a different link and i wonder why i haven't gotten updates well, that's because we're on a different feed. So if you're still getting them with where you're at, cool, you're set. But if not, switch over. And even if you have before on our old page, subscribe, rate, and review. Every little bit helps us. Jay mentioned the Facebook page, facebook.com slash I'mFatPod, the email, I'mFatPod at gmail.com, and all reliable at I'mFatPod on Twitter. Now, we got a bunch of great Ask a Fat questions today, so We only have a couple things we want to get to before we get to those. And the first thing I have to do, because I know we do have another pick three that you found. And I know you said it's easy, but I agonized over this. (laughs) But but before we get to that, I mentioned, I forget if it's on the last two or just the last pod, Gulliver's Pizza in Oak Brook. Mm -hmm. 
Colleen and I had Gulliver's yesterday and it, dude, it is a legitimate in pen top five pizza that I have ever had from one tasting. That's awesome. One meal. So we got, so we got a pan pizza and what was so cool about the crust is that, you know, it's a legitimate pan crust, so it's sturdy, but it's got the, you know, it's got the crunch on the outside, but the inside is light and airy. So it really doesn't feel like a super dense pan crust, which was awesome. So we had that. So I had uh, pepperoni on my half. Colleen had uh, pineapple on hers. Dear God. I know. I know. I am married to a food terrorist. <sighs> at least you're, I mean, at least you have your own half. Oh, yeah. There's no way I but, would put pineapple on my half of the pizza. But that, see, whatever. I, I don't want to, that, that, that taste permeates the whole thing, though. I know. A, a little bit. They did a good job of having a bit of separation of church and state. So those like slices that are close that are butting up against each other, there's not as many toppings on those two on those slices, and I appreciate that. So good on Gulliver's for that. Also, the sauce on that, it's very close to a Lou like a Lou Malnati's type sauce. It's not quite as chunky as Lou Malnati's, but it's equally as sweet and more chunk, a little bit more chunky than like you would think a Giordano's or something like that in terms of sauce. So I cannot recommend that place enough. It's on 38 in Oakbrook for those in the Chicagoland area. If you get a chance to come to the Chicagoland area and you are not from here, make sure to go to Gulliver's because the pizza is fantastic. They're very good about their social distancing practices right now. So I appreciated that as well. I cannot recommend that pizza enough. Colleen next time is like, okay, well we got to make sure next time we get the pan again, but I also want to try their thin. So maybe we get a small thin and a small pan. So like we're already game planning the next time we, <laughs> we get pizza from there. So I cannot wait. And it is absolutely a great recommendation and it's very, very good pizza. I've not been there for a long time and I only went there once when we lived in Downers Grove but I have Pequod's a lot whenever I get the chance and it's owned by the same people or it was founded by the same people. How is it in comparison to Pequod's in terms of preparation and style? I've only had Pequod's once and it was a deep dish. So little different in that regard, but it's fairly similar. It's not charred though. Like I was expecting a little more like the toppings on top would be a little more closer to burned but it's uh, the right amount of crisp on the pepperoni. And I'm not the biggest crispy pepperoni guy. I'd rather have the, the pepperoni a little underdone than overdone. Mm -hmm. So I can see in terms of the quality of how they do everything, how it's the same people, but you can tell it's a little bit different. Like they didn't want it to be necessarily exactly the same. So I can't appreciate that, but at some point we're going to get their deep dish as well. So it'll be more of an apples to apples comparison from what I've had from Pequod's. Yeah, I've got to get out there again and try it uh, at some point, because when I came out to bring in the mixer, I was like, oh, I forgot he's right here. And that's what that's what uh, reminded me to tell you about it. I'm glad you loved it. That's great. It's always it's always cool when you move into a new place. You've been there, what, about a year or so, I would say. Yeah. It, to find a place you're like, damn it. Now we have our place. That's yep. important. You know what I mean? Like to have your pizza place that's in your Mexican place. Those are important things. So 
I'm glad you were able to find another one if you didn't have one already. Yeah. Oh, and we got a recommendation on Twitter from Chappie who said, because we were mentioning Detroit style pizza and how there's not really a great representation out here. Right. He said, if you're around Mount Prospect, Station 34, very good Detroit style pizza. So if you're in the Chicagoland area and you want some Detroit style pan pizza, Station 34 in Mount Prospect is an option for you out there because we have to have fats looking out for fats, normies looking out for normies, and all combinations in between. We've got to look out for each other to make sure we all know about all the good food places around anywhere we're at, whether it's traveling. We've helped out and a couple of people have traveled either to this area or going other places and just stuff around us so we know what's good within, you know, a decent distance. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, if, we, if you hear us talking about something and say, oh, you know, I never really tried that or I'm looking for a good place, hit us up. We'll take recommendations for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you want to move on to this a new pick three list? Yeah, All right, this, now, this one's rough. So here's here's the premise of this list. I know we've been doing a lot of these, but they're fun and they're good conversation pieces. You can only pick three of these restaurants to eat at for an entire year. And I'm going to go slowly here so people, if they want to play along at home, they can write them down. We're also going to tweet this image and put it on our Facebook page as well. Twitter.com slash I'm Fat Pod, Facebook.com slash I'm Fat Pod. Okay. Chipotle, Olive Garden, Portillo's, L's Beef, Wendy's, White Castle, Popeye's, Texas Roadhouse, Culver's, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Applebee's, Friday's, Taco Bell, Buffalo Wild Wing, plural. <laughs> no, I don't know why I said that. Chili's, All the wings. Burger King, Subway, Potbelly, and KFC. So there you go. There's your list. Okay. Now, Rick, you said you agonized over this. I did. I thought it was pretty simple for me. So, you know, I'm a Chipotle fanatic. Uh, Mm -hmm. Love Chipotle. So that's staying for sure. It also gives you the opportunity for some variety of meats, some different tastes, some different textures, those sort of things. So Chipotle stays. For the variety, you got to go Portillo's. You've got hot dogs covered, beef sandwiches covered, ribs covered. If you're in the mood for a a salad, you got salads covered. Everything you need that could really that you could crave can be fulfilled at Portillo's. Now, the last bit of this was tough, okay? And you know me, Rick. I am a big B-dubs enthusiast. Yes. But my last few experiences have not been great, so I'm starting to sour a little bit. And they're really expensive, not worth what the cost ever almost. Mm-hmm. So my decision was between Culver's and Chili's. Okay. And Culver's, again, it's burgers, it's chicken sandwiches, all those things we all know. It's got the ice cream, which gives it an edge. But Chili's represents the possibility for some booze. And when things get back to normal, it's a place you can sit down and eat. Yep. So I think I'm going to give the edge to Chili's over Culver's, even though I like Culver's more. In general, I think Chili's could provide some value uh, as the year goes on. You're sort of tiring of burgers and hot dogs and those sort of things. It gives you a little bit of a different option, a different feel. You get your fajitas done there. So that's my three. Chipotle, Portillo's, and Chili's. We only have one the same. Well, I know it ain't Chipotle. 
<laughs> that's that's true. Well, actually, Chipotle was one of my last cuts. I made I I tiered this thing out. I straight up went <laughs> okay. The, the easy outs for me right away: KFC, Potbelly, McDonald's, Taco Bell, White Castle, Burger King, Fridays, Applebee's, Subway. Okay, all those easy outs. Subway, I almost didn't even list. Yeah. So my middle tier that I got rid of were B-dubs, Wendy's, Al's Beef, Chick-fil-A. Okay. So that left me with Texas Roadhouse, Chili's, Chipotle, Culver's, Portillo's, Popeye's, and Olive Garden. And really only Olive Garden because it's like, how much am I, re- am I really going to crave pasta? Right. Yeah. So then true. I ended up settling on my number one, and this was with a bullet, number one, Texas Roadhouse. I want a good, if I have the option to get a good steak, I'm going to take a good steak because I know like we've joked about, especially with our friend, Tony Gill, that there's, you know, levels of steak. I consider the Texas Roadhouse steak, like at least a half tier above like the Outback steak. Like, I think it's, it's a little bit better quality. Plus you get their rolls, which are incredible. Their butter, which is incredible. Also, they have a good amount of appetizers that appeal to me. So, like, like I need one place that can give me some form of an awesome blossom, and they have a cactus blossom. Okay. So, I've got that. I, I've got cheese fries. I've got rattlesnake bites, which are diced jalapeno and jack cheese that are fried. Wings, potato skins, fried pickles, ribs, and a combo appetizer. I mean, come on. See... I've only been there once, and I'm fairly certain I've told this story before about Texas Roadhouse mm-hmm. and how Hope and I went to dinner with Russ Matera, uh, the scorer's voice guy, and his wife at the time. And, uh, well, long story short, I almost didn't make it home. And there was one point on the ride home where I said, if I let this go that is troubling me so much, will Hope stay with me? Will she or will she completely break up with me at this moment? It was before engagement. We were still living okay. together, but it was before we were engaged. If I just absolutely crap my pants right here, right now in this car, is she going to stay with me? And uh, I made it home miraculously. Um, but that was the first and last time I had Texas Roadhouse. Uh, I call it Willie Nelson's shit your pants ranch. Because uh, he's he's I know he's at least part owner of the franchise. Okay. Um, but I've not gone back since that fateful evening um, because I have never been in that much distress before really? in a car. And look, I mean, when I was leaving, I was sort of like, eh, maybe I should hit the bathroom before we go. But we were with friends and I was like, I'll make it. It was only like 35 minutes home. Nope. Well, I did make it. So I was right. But oh, my God. About 20 <laughs> minutes into that ride, I was like, oh, oh Jesus, oh, boy, I'm not going to make it. It was horrible. I Like, I, it was really, really, really bad. And again, Hope and I were, like, relatively not new in our relationship, but, you know, <laughs> I was like, it was still a risk. I think if it happened now, she'd be like, all right, I'll, you know, we've been together for 12 years or whatever, so I'll overlook it. But, oh, my God, at the time, I was seriously weighing the options of, like, this is so bad, I might just deal with it and wow. let it go. Yeah, it was that bad. So, uh, but a lot of things you described sound really, really good, especially those rattlesnake bites. So maybe I'll go yeah. back and give them another try. It has been like 10 years. So <laughs> and, probably and longer than that, that ca- actually. For people that care more about this than I, you can also, they also have the uh, peanuts that you can 
just toss the shells on the ground and do all that kind of stuff and whatever. So they've got that option for you too. And they have burgers that look pretty appetizing, even though I've only had steak from there. My second choice is the one that I agreed with you on, which is Chili's because you can get a little bit of your Tex-Mex there. Like when I go, I get a variety of things. There's the uh, bacon chicken ranch quesadillas, which I will get without the ranch and I'll just ask for more salsa. So I'll dip those in the salsa. They have a pretty solid uh, Cajun chicken pasta. They have, you know, they have their like smokehouse stuff. They have fajitas. Also, one thing that you would appreciate that I don't know if you took into account, they have a skillet chocolate chip cookie mm. on the dessert menu. I know that can, that's pretty damn good. That's close to a game changer because it's essentially like having a warm cookie cake in a way. Yes, absolutely. So, and they also have a variety in terms of uh, appetizers. You could get your chips and chips and salsa from there. You can get chips and queso from there. They also have burgers. So like they have a variety from both of those places, which is why I felt more comfortable going specific with my third option. And that was Popeye's. Okay. Because I need my chicken. And I know that like Chili's has chicken tenders as well. Oh, those chicken crispers are the truth, man. Those are really good. See, I haven't had those in so long. I just, I just can't remember. They're so battery. (laughs) They're just like, (laughs) it's just pure batter. Nice. It's delicious. Yeah. So I, so yeah, then, and then you get all the sides from Popeye's as well. You get their mac and cheese, you get their fries, you get for people that want the red beans and rice and you get their biscuits. So I'm 100% here for Texas Roadhouse, Chili's and Popeye's. That's a solid list. I, I have trouble arguing with you, but that that's, that's really solid. But I do think the time has come for me to give Texas Roadhouse another try. AKA I agree. Willie Nelson's shit your pants ranch. <laughs> that's such a great name boy that's was... like the so that's like the sub name to it like if it was a book that'd be the subtitle <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> oh boy all right should we answer some fat questions yeah let's do it hey we haven't even pulled away from the drive-thru and you're already digging in the mcdonald's bag oh <laughs> babe just a few <laughs> all right i guess i can't blame you Pass me some, too. (laughs) The smells too good to get it all the way home meal. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. And now your favorite spicy chicken McNuggets are back. Get a six-piece spicy or classic for just two bucks. Only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. First question is from Jake. Who among the new NFLers would be the number one pick of the podcast? Oh, wow. I think there are two clear options here. All right. Let me know what you tell me what you got. Okay. The first one is Ezra Cleveland. Who's a tackle that was drafted by the Vikings in the second round. This is where I was leaning. And let's yeah, see if he's, he's the guy that was an 11 pound baby who was born three weeks early. That's it. He's the winner. 
I don't know. Oh, I don't, oh there's there's another contender though. Right. They said he would. They, by the way, they said if he was if he went full term, he would have been a fifteen pound baby. Good lord! I know. Right? Poor mother. Right. Oof. So my, so the other option, another related to one of the offensive tackles drafted, Makai Becton. Yeah. He was the guy the Jets took. And it's not him. I want to draft his dad. Because his so Makai Becton is a large man. He's 6'7, 364. He was sitting on the couch. His dad went over to hug him, and you couldn't see Makai anymore. That's a large man. He was and he was like wearing the the like how, how I have the polo. He was wearing <laughs> the polo. His version was of he the tugging, polo. Was he tugging on the bottom of it the whole time too? Oh, probably. Look how thin he, he looks probably. now. He tugged on his shirt. It's a different guy. I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> so both of those guys are the two far and away choices. It's it's a two person draft yeah. in that regard. I'm taking Ezra I, Cleveland. Just because of the fat babiness. I'll take Makai Becton's dad. By the way, anybody needs to like Google search or uh, do a Twitter search of Makai Becton's dad. And you'll just see that he is a large human being. All right. My first question comes from Jim. He says, what's your favorite thing to eat after a night of drinking besides pizza and Mexican? That's a curveball. Yeah, because those are the two go to especially Mexican food. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that was the whole reason Burritoville stayed open in DeKalb is because it was right off a of Greek row. I had to have a conversation. There used to be this place in Oakland called Senior Ponchos. It was really, really good. It was on uh, what was that Cicero and like 109th or so. Doesn't matter. They closed a long time ago because they closed at 1030. And it was like a man and his wife ran the place. I get they didn't want to be there till all hours in the morning. But I said to them, look, you're going to get. 30% of your business yeah. after 11 p.m. People are going to be coming in from a night out. They're going to be on their way home and starving. This is where you make your money. No, no, you know, we're a family. We got to, we're going to close at 10 or whatever. I'm like, okay. And then six months later, they were closed. If you're wow. a burrito place, just open at like six. <laughs> you know, like, it's, yeah. I mean, I'd love it for lunch, but I would sacrifice the lunch possibility for, okay, I'm, I've been out. I'm, I'm, half in the bag and i need something to eat boom you're open i'll eat you but uh yeah that's that's uh that's a hell of a drop you just gave I, it really is i heard myself say it and i'm anyway what can i do it's no <laughs> going back now uh so the answer to that is i guess it has to be white castle yeah yeah, I would. Yeah, I guess so. Because I assume we're taking out all pizza type products. So beer nuggets are out the window. Cheese nuggets are out the window. And I would think I'm Taco assuming Bell's like, gone because it's technically Mexican. Yeah. So yeah, that that to me it's it's White Castle because it's open late because it gives mm-hmm. you the grease bomb you need before going to sleep. Uh, that's yeah. the winner for me. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's absolutely a slam dunk. But it's Mexican all day if it's an option. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mexican and pizza are your top two, and then you look, then there's a tier. Since I'm in the mood to tier things out today, those two, and then a tier, and then everything else, basically. <laughs> exactly. All right, this one on Twitter comes from MBS. What's the item you miss most from the Taco Bell menu? 
oh, I, I've talked about this a lot, the double-decker taco. And I know I could probably just have them make it because mm-hmm. it's – I just don't get why they took it off the menu. It's not like it, it has an ingredient they don't have. It's a basic hard-shell taco wrapped in a soft-shell taco with beans. They've got all those things in the menu. Why take that out? That right. was my go-to item. So I miss that the most. That's what I got every time I went. I do miss the chili cheese burrito. I don't think I had that. Yeah. Very good. Very I don't I I forget the time frame in which it was there, but I remember having it and being like, oh, because it's you know, it's a little bit of a different flavor profile from Taco Bell, which is very odd because yeah. normally it's one flavor profile and a different texture. So was it like chili meat? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I would try so, that if it existed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I miss that. So yeah, I think it's odd for us to have like such clear quest, clear answers a couple in a row, but here we are. Yeah. All right. This one comes from Andy Sieber uh, on the I'm fat podcast email. I'm fat. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. He says, Rick and Jay, have you ever eaten so much at a buffet that you had to cancel plans later in the day? <laughs> My dad always has to get his money's worth at buffets. On two occasions, he has, quote, slept it off in the car while my mom and I went on with the day. The first time was at an all-you-can-eat pancake place in Wisconsin. Every time the waitress came back and asked if he wanted more, he said, you betcha. She eventually stopped coming by the table, and he had to flag her down and ask for more. My dad spent the afternoon sleeping and moaning in the car while the rest of us played mini golf. The second time my my dad ate so much at an old country buffet that he slept in the car in the parking lot while the rest of the family spent the day at Great America. Oh, my God. (laughs) My 12-year-old son and I love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Andy, I have been that full where I've wanted to just tap out on the day. That's great. But for it to happen twice to your dad to the point where he let you go to Great America by yourselves... That I respect the hell out of so that. He, so he was just sitting in the car at Great America? Yes. That that car had to get really, really... I don't care what time of year it is. That kind of car's got to get really warm. Oh, I assure you this guy had the air running the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably went through an entire tank of gas. Right. Uh, I would say they had a full tank right when they left <laughs> home. And then they didn't when they had to leave to oh, go back man. home. That's amazing. That, oh, my I, God. Andy, your dad is a legend. Yeah, I've never been... I I can't say I've ever been that full where I've had to like legitimately tap out on life. Yeah, I've I don't think I've, I maybe I don't know if I haven't been that level of full or I'm still just young enough where I can soldier through it a little bit better. But man, that is I've had the times where you're just too full to function, but you just kind of find a way to to be at least physically present if you're not mentally. I've done that before. But Oh yes, for sure. Like I think I did that when it's time I did when I used to work at Papa John's in DeKalb and I would have my, my giant create my own pizza, my double decker pizza. And I ate an entire one in a sitting and then I was supposed to go out and it took me a couple hours for all of that to like digest to where then the booze going down was actually like registering. And I was like, Oh, okay. Now I'm out and I can be a person again. Oh my god, that 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 feeling. I don't like that feeling. No, I don't either. But you and I have discussed this before. Like sometimes you're eating something and you like to taste so much that even though you're full, you just want the, more of the taste. Yeah. And then you eat until you're like legitimately injured. 
Um, but yeah, I, I it's been it hasn't been, I haven't eaten that much in a while. Um, but yeah, there was a time where I could I would make myself pretty much incapacitated once a week at least. All right, so this next question comes from one of my good friends, Marty, who has a good uh, sense in people because while he's one of my closest friends, he is a much bigger fan of you Oh, well. for, for the podcast and for your hockey takes. Well, thank you. So Marty wants to know what would be the categories on the I'm Fat Podcast Jeopardy? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is something we should actually do. We should actually okay. spend some time with this question. And play. are we going to come up with with like all of it, like regular <sighs> Jeopardy, Final Jeopardy, and the or regular Jeopardy, Double Jeopardy, and Final Jeopardy? That would be a lot of questions. But I want some time on this. I okay. like this idea. Let's spend let's some time on that. it. Yeah, let's earmark it. And let's let's actually come up with like what is it? I think it's eight, maybe or. Six per round. Okay. I looked at I looked it up. Like I looked at a picture of it. So it's six categories per round. Okay. I can come up with categories. I don't know if I can do a question for every one of them. Yeah, I don't know either. But if we yeah, if we at least come up with the categories, we could then have we could then have listeners sending questions for the categories. See, that could be fun. That's something we could do aside from March Fatness. Instead of having something once a year, we could do twice a year. Okay, so here's here's one that just came up top of up top of mind. Instead of potpourri, could it be sampler? Sampler platter, sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. It's the perfect. Every time I'm out to dinner with friends, by the way, and like, oh, you know, what should we order? And everyone's being polite. I'm like, sampler platter. Sampler. Yep. We should get that. We to share. We should probably get two of those, just so everybody gets some. You know. Because they only give you like four cheese sticks on those things, which is all anybody wants anyway. But they're too self-conscious to order the cheese sticks. I'm floored that I never got like a word from my mom at any point with this. But like when we used to go to Denny's, there was never like one thing that really stuck out to me on the menu that I wanted. So for my dinner, I would order the sampler platter. Well, it's healthy because it's it's just a sampler. Yeah, exactly. It's only like a couple wings and a couple onion rings and a couple chicken str- or no, it, instead of wings, it was chicken strips and then mozzarella sticks. I'm shocked they never said anything about, hey, Tubby, well, how about you don't? <laughs> Just because it's intended for four people doesn't mean four people have to eat it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I miss a sample platter. That's something you can't get kind of curbside, you know what I mean? That's right. a sit down. Fr- you got to burn yourself on it fresh out of the oven. Mm-hmm. All right. Got a question here. Is it my turn? Sorry. Yeah, it's your turn. Question here for Mitch, not Mitch Rosen. He says, what are some of the hashtag fat hacks if you're having trouble reaching to wipe? I have not uh, reached that level of fat yet. Neither have I, shockingly. But I will say if I've had if I feel like I haven't done a complete enough job, the old Captain Morgan always seems to work. You put one foot up on the toilet seat and, and just really get in there for the last wipe or two. I recommend the Captain Morgan. Oof. Captain Morgan and I don't get along anymore. <laughs> we used to. We used to hang out a lot in college, but boy, we had a we had a fight one day in college and we haven't really gotten together again since. Um yeah, for me, yeah, it's all about repositioning yourself a little bit. I haven't gone full Captain Morgan before, but I also haven't really had that much of an issue um i would say look at what you have around you know your surroundings and see if there's any way to hit a different angle that would work for you like for me our bathroom is pretty small 
So if I really needed to, I've got the wall on one side and the tub on the other. If I really needed to uh, finagle myself a different position there, but I just haven't hit that point yet. You'll get there. I have faith. Oh, yeah. Especially now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and actually, this works out perfect. We have two questions that kind of contradict each other. Will wants to know how much weight you've gained since being quarantined. And Aaron wants to know, now listen to the phrasing of this question. How do you stay fat during the pandemic? I'm having no trouble staying fat. Um, yeah, that, that one doesn't make any sense to me. I've been eating like, out of boredom a lot. That's a problem. Yeah, and you're not really moving around as much because like at least you have a yard so you in theory could go in the backyard and just do anything where for me like we have our condo and that's it and we have a bunch of dumb people that don't wear masks and stuff so we don't really want to leave our condo very much so we're just kind of stuck in here so in terms of how much weight have i gained though will the answer is zero and i know this because i haven't been on a scale so i can't have gained any weight (laughs) same (laughs) <laughs> i know by we, looking at myself in the mirror i probably have but i don't have an answer for you so i can't tell you so i'll say zero two yeah exactly and do you guys even do you guys own a scale yes we do okay so for you it's just straight avoiding where the scale is where for us it's we just don't own one i think the battery's burned out and i'm not too i'm not too keen on replacing it no no you're fine <laughs> our next question here comes from david he says the first place you'll go eat after quarantine is lifted I'm assuming we're talking more of like a sit down joint. Yeah. Um, I got my mine's easy. I'm going to Lassen's okay. in Homewood. You've been there with me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lassen's is great. It's a place. It's great to sit down and eat. They've got a really nice outdoor patio. It's just kind of one of those like unofficial. We go there all the time. But Lassen's in the summer is the best place in the world because it's just beautiful. There's people out. Everybody's happy. Everybody's having a good time. The food's great. So as soon as they reopen for like regular business, that's the first place I'm going. No doubt. I think mine might have just changed because now I'm intrigued to go to Gulliver's in in the actual building when we have the opportunity. And the funny thing is when I drove up, I realized we went there once for a Who Needs Two Tavern tour with Dan and Terry. Yep. I remember them being there. Yeah. So... Uh, I've actually been there once before, but I did not have, I don't know what I ate that day, but I, it, cause it's years ago now, but I know I didn't have pizza cause I would remember that pizza because that pizza was incredible. So I guess Gulliver's because my other option would have probably been real urban barbecue, but now that's, uh, the Oak Brook one doesn't exist mm. anymore, which is very disappointing. That's rough. You're not too far from LaGrange, but that'd be a trek. Yeah. So Wait, we no, have, so we have other I'm barbecue options. Wait, huh? where's the other real urban's not in LaGrange? I'm thinking the Q. Real yeah, Urban is uh, in Vernon um, Hills. Yes, and like Highland Park still open. too, I think. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. Sorry for your yeah. loss. Well, we do have the my place that has the best brisket I've ever had. Steamboat Barbecue uh is still close by. That's like ten minutes away. So I've got that. So maybe I'll go there too. There you go. All right. This one's from White Sox Cardboard on Twitter. Bosco sticks or crazy bread. Are we talking crazy bread TM like official little Caesars crazy bread? Then that's the winner. Yeah. If it's the official Bosco, I I existed on Bosco sticks as a freshman in grant hall at Northern because 
our dorm didn't have the best food in the world and I was too lazy to walk to the other dorm to get the better quality food. So I lived on the Bosco sticks, but yeah, crazy bread is legit. It's I sincerely believe it's keeping little Caesars in business. It has to be. It's so good. All right. I got one here for Mary who finally decided to join us. Um, She said, how many different types of breads have you baked during this goddamn shelter in place? Me 89. It's like bubblegum shrimp, but for bread, we have baked and Addie's done it sourdough twice. Hmm. Um, so that's pretty good. Addie's got she's Addie's got a knack for cooking and baking. She's actually she's really good at it. She enjoys it. I think it helps her relax. So I'm I'm here for that. But I have to ask Mary a question. She's made 89 different breads. She lives approximately uh, like a third of a mile from me. Like walking distance. You got to cross one street to get to my house. You can leave some of that on my porch. That'd be fine. I like yeah. banana bread, chocolate chip banana bread, whatever. If you're too, if you got too many breads, leave them on my porch. Let's go. Um, for me, the answer is zero because we still don't have a functioning oven, mm. and that's not going to change until you know all of this junk is done because you don't really want to be letting just some random guy into your, into your place at this point. Yeah, can you make uh, bread in an air fryer? <laughs> <laughs> not in ours. <laughs> like I know, right? Like, oh, the last order from uh, the store that we got, Colleen got three packs of pizza rolls for me. Solid. So Totinos? yeah, it's the yeah Totinos. Okay. Did I have we talked since I tried the Kroger brand that that won that uh, poll we did? Oh, I don't think we have. So Mariano's is where my. When I go shopping for my parents, I go to Mariano's because my mom mm-hmm. has these. They're like bakery muffins that they make on site are delicious. They've got French vanilla and cinnamon burst. And I know there's a bunch more. But if you're near a Mariano's, those French vanilla muffins are unreal and are healthy because they're muffins. But they, right. the Kroger is Mariano's. So the, the Kroger brand pizza rolls sold at Mariano's are the best I've ever had. They're terrific. Wow. There is a good quality. There's a good ratio of uh breading to filling um they're and they're they're crispy and delicious they're the best they're so much better than totino's i can't even begin to tell you wow okay because yeah. I, mean, I keep forgetting about that yeah i'm not so gonna stop you you got one by you you have to yeah that's that's where we got some of our stuff so this is interesting i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to request this the next time we do if we do a uh, grocery order yep can't go wrong on that one because Lord knows I'm not enough of an adult to be able to do one myself. So that's that's one of Colleen's jobs is because, you know, I'm too much of a child to think of everything we would actually need for the fridge and for the kitchen. So that that's 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 her gig because she's smart. She's much smarter than me when it comes to that stuff. I wonder if um, I, I this is a phenomenon that I've noticed. And usually when in normal times before the sickness came. Um, we would just go to the store and just sort of shop. We'd have a, a loose list of like, okay, I know we need A, B, C, D, E, but now we're making a list for every item and I'm shopping for my parents. If I'm at the grocery store, it's an hour and a half shopping of like getting the meat, the particular brand of bread, making sure I have every item fulfilled. It takes so much time. It, and it makes it more stressful on me. Like I usually look forward to like going grocery shopping, and of course, you know me, like I can't sit still ever, let alone right. during a quarantine. So it's tough for me to like 
sit here, so I love to go shopping, but it has been a really stressful experience because it takes forever to get everything. Then you got to check out for two people, and everyone wants to kill you. It's just, ugh. It's tough, so, man. I, so I, my question is, has it been harder for you to shop with a list? That's sort of my question for listeners. Hmm. Because, like, for, for us, we just do an online order, and then we pick it up. But we have to do it. We have to kind of anticipate a bit because it does take them a hot minute to get that order in. Yeah. So... But we have the ability to be able to do that. So whether it's been Target for our dry stuff, and then I believe we have been doing Mariano's for a lot of our cold stuff. So I should just be able to easily be able to swap out which pizza rolls we get um, that we've been doing that. And like both places are really great with how they do it. Uh, it's really safe. They're taking all the precautions. You'd think they would be with being big box stores. So uh, but yeah, both good options there in that regard. And it's just, I wonder how many people are just never going to go back to, unless they absolutely have to going to the store in and of itself after being forced to experience what it's like to do the online order. Yeah. I see. I can't do the online thing because my parents like they're doing okay. They're handling this thing as well as I can hope, but they're very brand specific. Mm. And I know sometimes the store will substitute things and that's, that would be unacceptable. Like it's gotcha. my dad, like we'll only eat X, Y, Z brand of whatever. And I'm like, dad, there's a freaking global pandemic. You might have to slum it and have an off brand slice of bread. Right. It's not going to kill you. Oh, I only like, okay, fine, whatever. So that's why I have to actually do it. So anyway. Okay. This one comes from Tim who wants to know what's the best or who's the best cartoon fat one for an adult cartoon and one for a kid cartoon. I think Homer Simpson is the goat fat cartoon character mm-hmm. uh, just because his whole life is about fatness and laziness and everything. He represents really everything we've ever stood for. And for me, the the great fat child cartoon is uh, Cartman. Is South Park a kid's? Isn't South Park more of an adult cartoon? Oh, so you're saying a, a kid's cartoon character? Because I, I was going yeah, with well, the Well, no, youthful... like one of each. Like, like one okay. from more of an adult cartoon and one from a kid's cartoon. Oh. Stimpy. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Stimpy's for, for sake of variety, I'll go uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Even though he's not as much purely about being fat, he's always judging other people. He's got a fat so, spirit, though. He really does. <laughs> and he's chicken. All right. Here's a good question from Lincoln. He says, what was one of your favorite fat snacks as a kid that now almost grosses you out or completely grosses you out as an adult? An example for me, I love nacho cheese Doritos with melted cheese Whiz. Now it pretty much grosses me out. I will still eat it, however, but I don't feel good about it. This is a good question. Yeah. See, my, I, nothing my immediately pops are, to mind. Yeah, because like my taste buds are those of a child, so I, will, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. When I was younger, I would just sit around and eat slices of American cheese. Like I would just go into the fridge and grab like four or five slices of American cheese and just yeah. peel them and eat them. And I probably wouldn't do that anymore, but it doesn't gross me out. I'm just kind of like, if I'm going to get that many and just that much fat and calories, I'm going to make it something worthwhile. Cause I was back then I was under the impression like, what's well, cheese. It's good for me. Yeah. So I'm going to have this. Well, no, it's not. It's American cheese. It's processed and it's crap, but that I, I, that would be the one thing, but I, it doesn't gross me out. I just don't really do it anymore. Yeah, that's one that I remember doing. Hmm, what's something else? I think maybe just the sheer amount of candy. 
that I was able to take down in a sitting was much higher than it is now. Like I could go through multiple things of sweet tarts in one sitting pretty easily. I can't do that anymore. How much of that is guilt and how much of it is physical inability? It's a little bit of both because at some point, like I'm getting to the point where it can be a little too much sugar. Yeah. So that's probably about as close as I get because let's be honest, my taste buds are still those of at least like I've progressed to like a 12 year old, maybe that's about it. This is from Aaron who, by the way, has like, I don't know. I think she discovered us a little later in the end of the process, but she is a big time fan of the podcast. Crunchy or puffy Cheetos. I have room in my heart for both. Of course. Uh, But if I had to choose one, I would say crunchy because other companies make cheese puffs that are pretty good, but Mm -hmm. no one makes a Cheeto like a Cheeto. So that's That's my logic. That's really good logic. Yeah. It's hard to find it. No one doesn't like knockoff Cheetos or even the planters ones like the cheese curls or whatever. They're good, but they're not quite as good as a Cheeto. So that's my answer. Yeah, I'm the same. Like you said, like well, there's what you mentioned planners doesn't don't Uts have some uh, cheese balls. Cheese balls. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's much more the replacement level is much higher. Or I should say the floor is much higher on puffy. So I will take the sure thing where there's a lower floor on the crunchy side. And I just tend to go crunchy more often anyway. Yeah. All right, this is a, I'm going to combine these two because they're similar. Jonathan says, have you found yourself with a go-to snack that's really a meal during stay-at-home orders? He says his are cheese quesadillas. Rush Schneider, our guy, says, are there any foods that you've rediscovered during the quarantine time? He says he hasn't had Pop-Tarts in years, but he bought a box of Frosted Cherry and been enjoying them for breakfast a couple times a week. For me, uh, the answer to both of these is uh, grilled ham and cheese. I used to make them all the time when I was a kid, and now that we're home for almost every meal and we don't just run out and eat out, um, that's kind of the go-to meal I have. Every time Every time I go grocery shopping, I get a half pound of shaved ham, and that, that gets me through the week until I shop again with my grilled ham and cheese sandwiches. That, I'm all over that. My cereal intake has gone up exponentially since I've been home at all times uh, because you know, I was always out of the door so early in the morning that I didn't really have breakfast at all. And then going on the train, I don't, I don't want to be the guy like munching on, uh, on cereal out of a, you know, out of like a bag or something on the train. I didn't necessarily want to be that guy. So I never really had breakfast. So now I have, we have a lot of honeycomb, a little bit of golden grams. Colleen has the Reese's puff cereal, which she flaunts in front of me all the time. And I say, get that crap out of my face. But I was almost going to say and the cereal, but it's, you know, it's a good yeah. thing I didn't for appearances. Good pass on you. Yeah. Good, good move there. Good investment yeah. by you. Oh, yeah. So def- definitely cereal for on my end. All right. All right. Next one is from our guy, John Gallioni, the man with the fattest name you've ever heard. It's true. He wants to know what is the best vending machine cookie? He's argued about this with his dad. He says the Knott's raspberry, uh, what are those, like little shortcake cookies? Yeah, that's wrong. And his dad says the famous Amos cookies. See, I'm more with your dad there, but we have Milano's in our vending area. 
And Milano's are really, really good. Yeah. Yes, they are. I mean, I don't... There aren't there aren't the double chocolate ones though there right it's just the standard oh just eat two at a time that's true <laughs> basically the same thing yeah right see I, I actually like the options there though one other option I would bring up are the grandma's vanilla mini sandwich cookies those are delicious too yeah so I I'll get a taste for those knots raspberry ones which are in the company kitchen as well. That's actually, boy, my snacking, it's funny. I'm like, boy, how much more am I snacking? But then when I realized how much I was snacking at work. Yeah, we snacked a lot at work. We snacked a lot at work. So that's true. You haven't even been there to be able to know how much is your snack. You'll have to let me know, you know, when this is all over and, you know, months or whatever. And, uh, and see if not having me next to you every day makes your snacking go down. Um, I would say I've probably broken even. I would think that would be, yeah, but when I'm there, when I go back there, that will be interesting because you and I, we inspire each other. Yes. Is that, do I hear the siren song of a vending machine? I think I do. I'm going to go investigate. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's the longing call of a vending machine or a company kitchen area that we've used as excuses for years. And now, I mean, you're going to be what, sitting next to Ray, who is vegan? Yeah, but Ray can be inspired by a vending machine trip too. This is true. Yeah. So not as often, not as, not as, you know, full throat as either of us, but you know, to a point, I will save some money by not, I often will buy bags of chips for people just to throw them at them. And when I bring, (laughs) yeah, I know it's a good bit a and B it makes you not feel as bad because then you're not the only one snacking. Exactly. See, that's, that's how I do it. By the way, uh, I want to shout out a crappy ass cookie that everyone's had. Um, but then every time I have it, I'm like, damn it, those are good. And I should get those. Salerno butter cookies. Do you know what I'm talking about, Rick? Yes, I do. These are the ones that Potbelly puts around the straw of their shape. Yes, those are so good. Yeah, the other day I went, I, I, (laughs) my throat was a little scratchy because of allergies. But of course, now I'm paranoid because every time my throat hurts, I'm like, oh, I got Corona. Um, But I'm like, yeah, my throat's bugging me. My allergies are bugging me. Driving down Halstead, I'm like, Potbelly. Immediately, (laughs) two lane change on Halstead, pull into the drive through of Potbelly. Give me the banana shake. And I'm like, do you want the whipped cream and cherry? Yes, I want the whipped cream and cherry. Don't ask me stupid questions. But they put the full-size Salerno butter cookie on there. That's going on the grocery list. Those are good. There's nothing to them, but they're just delicious. And I think a lot of it's nostalgia. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you've seen them. They're round. They look like flowers. um, And they have a little hole in the middle, like a donut hole in the middle. You've had them a million times. Great drop. Oh, definitely. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because then uh, like the two things that i put in that category are those and nilla wafers nilla wafers are uh, good yes but i would still take the salerno cookies over the nilla wafer Ooh, that's an interesting one that's a good poll poll question all right got one here from joe zadralovich who is the owner and operator of marishka's and crest hill he says if a place does not have a drive-through specifically fast food does it deter you from going there? Uh, it depends. It depends on what I'm looking for. Like, there is a place by us called Bo's Hot Dogs, B-O-Z. Some people call it mm-hmm. Bozo, and they don't have a drive-thru. They also don't have fries, which is problematic for me. What? Yeah, they have chips instead of fries. Um, but, yeah, I sometimes when I'm getting something bad for me, I don't want to get out of the car and face people. So, yes, I would say that it has been... If I'm flipping a coin, a drive-through place will always seem to win. Yeah, that also if it's the middle of summer, 
and it's hot. Yeah. And I just don't want to leave the air conditioning. Right. I will go to the, I will default to a drive through place. That's definitely a thing. Weather, you know, other weather, like if it's raining and I don't want to deal with it or, or anything along those lines. But other than that, there are times that I'm more than willing to get out of the car for, if I actually have a real taste for something from that type of place. Exactly. All right. This one comes from Matt. He says, what is an untraditional topping you enjoy on pizza? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Meat. I mean, I guess, and green pepper is traditional. That's as far as I'll go with, air quotes, exotic <laughs> pizza yeah. toppings. I know, yeah. Like, I know Colleen can probably hear some of this in the next room. So keep your pineapple out of my face. Yes, do that. Keep she it just yelled something at me back. It's fine. <laughs> All right, uh, two more. The first one, we just had to praise this guy. This is James. He says, should I feel bad? For eating a dozen Krispy Kreme glazed donuts in under 45 minutes. That nice. is impressive as hell. That's and based on the photo here, not a fat guy, but you will be right. Also, you your reward be. for eating 12 Krispy Kremes in 45 minutes. Type two diabetes. Congratulations. You just <laughs> lost a foot. <laughs> and the last one comes from Jacob Crumb. A good name for an I'm Fat podcast listener. Most underrated fast food breakfast. Hmm. He says his is Taco Bell. The br- the breakfast crunch wrap is legit. I've I'm not a breakfast guy in general, so, so I haven't weird. really. I don't have. I'm not an authority on this. Underrated fast food breakfast, I'll say, and and I I guess I I'm right about this because I never get it, even though I walk past it every morning. The Burger King French Toast Sticks. Oh, that's a good call. They're really good, but I never get them. Because it's Burger King? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, and I don't I don't dislike Burger King. There's sometimes where I'm like, I want precisely Burger King. I want the yes. taste of that burger right now, and no one mm-hmm. else is going to give it to me. So I don't dislike it, but it's not like a standard for me. Um, But that, that to me was the first thing I thought of was Burger King... French toast sticks, if they even still have them. But I remember those being really, really good back in the day. All right. Once again, great ask a fat questions. That's why we've been spending so much time on them is because we're getting great ones from everybody. So you've all been stepping up big time in terms of interaction, in terms of the questions. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, reminder at I'm fat pod on Twitter facebook.com slash I'm fat pod. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. Reach out to us for ask a fat questions or anything you want to hear us talk about, or you just have questions about in general, all those avenues are there for you. Subscribe rate and review the podcast. If you haven't on our new channel yet rated and reviewed us, please, please do that. That helps us out greatly. Obviously the amount of downloads everybody's given us is fantastic. And we are eternally grateful for that as apparently we are now the aliens from toy story but hey that's where my mind just went to so <laughs> thank you for all that and what next week maybe we'll do the uh the i'm fat podcast jeopardy oh yeah we can work on that for sure yeah we At can maybe hash that out a little bit no guarantees we'll figure if we can if we have a bigger idea that maybe we need to space out from march fatness maybe we'll do that but Thank you to Marty for that one, especially because that that's a really good question. He's a normie, so good on him for thinking big. We'll allow it. He's Jay. I'm Rick. 
And this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.